another episode of facts of life i'm your host zakia and these are the facts of my life i want you guys to take a moment to subscribe to this podcast on itunes google play stitcher soundcloud and iHeartRadio. so yes make sure you're doing that and yeah it's just me again it's me again I don't I feel like it's a rap song that says it's me again but I just don't know what it is but just know that I'm putting it out in the universe and it may come back to me I don't know but yeah thank you guys for listening and tuning in to another week of facts of life I appreciate you and also if you're a female in Houston and you're listening to this I am putting together a putting together excuse me a mixer on july 21st at prospect park and i know a lot of people are skeptical about prospect because of the crowd it brings in on wednesday nights because that i think that's the afro beats night and thursday nights and friday whatever etc etc but this event is going to be in the afternoon so there's not going to be anybody there on a saturday afternoon like I went there on a Saturday afternoon, and it was literally nobody there. Well, there were people there, but it was just like, whatever. You get what I'm trying to say. Anyway, let's move on to, excuse me, I'm living my best life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't even think about this. I was thinking about the other topics this week. So how I'm living my best life. How I'm living my best life is not trying, letting go, and having faith. That's how I'm living my best life because I was talking about this today. Well, I listen to a lot of motivational videos and in the morning, especially like, well, not in the morning. Well, when I'm on my way to work, I try to listen to them before work so that, you know, when I'm going into work, I don't have an attitude and not saying like I, I'm going to have an attitude, but just to bring a positive vibration into my life, you know, because at the end of the day, y'all already know, like, I really don't want to work for nobody else. So it's like, even though I'm not in corporate America behind a desk, it's like, I'm still going to work and I'm still working for somebody else, you know, because at the end of the day, I still got to pay something on my bills, you know, feel me, smell me. All right. So... That's how I'm living my best life. But today I was just thinking like, you know, a lot of the times like when we have problems in our life, like we create these problems in our lives. And, you know, I was I was writing this on Twitter earlier, like, you know, we create a lot of the problems. But lately I've been trying to figure out solutions instead of sitting here saying, oh, well, you know, I I can't do this or I don't have this. I can't pay this bill or whatever. And it's like, how can I figure out a way to make these things happen? One, we talked about affirmations and positive. Af- I've talked about positive affirmations. But two, you also got to put in the action and the work to actually have these things happen in your life and these solutions to work because it's like you can't say like you want these things to happen and it's like you literally just do nothing so 
I'm working on solutions to whatever problems I have. But it's like, if you don't work on solution, it's like you're creating the problem. You're creating more problems because it's like, you know, you can't pay this bill, for example. And I'm, you know, I know a lot of people, my hands is up because I know a lot of people is out there, you know, trying to pay bills. And I feel you and I smell you because sometimes life gets rough you know like that's just what it is like but I can't sit here and just be like oh well I can't pay this bill and blah 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 and it's like me not figuring out a way to pay the bill is creating another problem you know because now the bill is going to keep piling up keep piling up and then that's more money I have to spend so I hope that makes sense to you and that's how I'm living my best life I yeah all right let's move on to do you have the courage to tell your truth about? All right. So I was having a conversation last week about, you know, a lot of people like to say you shouldn't blame your family members on how you are as a person. It's like, I totally get it. And I understand, like, you know, we shouldn't blame other people, like I just said, for our problems. You know, like we create these things and we, you know, Everybody is intelligent in their own way. And, you know, it may take you longer to figure out certain things. Um, You know, it may take you longer than others to figure out certain shit. But, you know, you can figure it out. But it's like you also have to put yourself in a mind frame of wanting to figure out. And like I just said, wanting to find a solution. Like, for example, for me, I would say, um, like, my family yells you know, and that doesn't mean that I have to go around yelling at people because like, I've tried to do that in the past, like with people like with my friends. And it's like, they wasn't going for that shit. Like I cannot be doing that shit just because my family be doing that shit. And I'm, you know, this is what I grew up in. This is what I'm comfortable with. Like, and it's not going to be an easy task, but you know, I'm working on it. You know, my mom, she called me over the weekend and, you know, she tried to go off for me. And I had to quickly, first of all, I was talking mad calm, you know, like I was talking very calm to her. And, you know, we just don't be comprehending like the people in my family. Like if you talk calm, like they just do not get it. You know, like, look, I am trying to talk calm, my nigga. Like, I don't need to yell to get my point across. Well, I'm yelling now because I don't have a mic again. But... I don't need to yell to get my point across for you to understand, overstand, understand, whatever, what I'm trying to say. And, you know, my mom is getting older. My grandparents are in their mid to late 80s. I can't remember. Um, But they just don't get it. Like, you know, like they don't get that we could have a conversation and we don't have to yell at people. Sorry, the the story just got a little long with it. But anyway, long story short is I was going to say, do you have the courage to tell your truth about cutting off your family and friends that no longer serve a purpose in your life? And I feel like we already talked about this low key on the lowest of keys. Um, I just said it a different way, but I'm bringing it up again because I remember, you know, people try to make it seem like I'm a bad person because, well, not I'm a bad person or I should talk to my grandparents just because they're my grandparents. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, I love them, you know, I love them. 
no shade to them, like, because they helped raise me, but I cannot be involved with the shit that they be doing and the shit that they be saying, you know, like, I just can't do it anymore. Like, as an adult that's conscious and aware and learning about healthy relationships and learning about myself, That is not something that I want to be involved in. That doesn't mean that I love them any less. And people think like, oh, well, you know, you don't talk to your grandparents anymore. I don't give a damn. Like, I do not give one single damn, you know, like, because at the end of the day, they don't give a damn that they're putting all this toxic energy into my life. Like, they, and that says a lot about them, too, because it's like, If you know what you're doing is wrong, why do you want to continue like spewing this negativity out into the world and into your family at that? Like, I know I talked about this before, too, but it's like with my cousins and my uncle, I am all the way good, my guy, because they... My grandparents enable them, and that is not healthy because I've already accepted the fact that my grandparents, because they're in their late 80s and they have diseases, that they are not going to be around for a long time. So that's why they have a will, and that's why, you know, and I don't want to, like, be telling all of my family business but it's like at the end of the day like when they move on to the next life we me and my ma are going to be the ones that are going to be in charge of whatever they decide to leave behind you know and because they have set up my cousin and my uncle to be enabled you know and I know that it's not good to say these things because it's going to happen because you know you whatever you say is going to manifest but it's like I've walked into situations with my cousins and my uncles with a good attitude and like okay this is going to work this conversation is going to go well whatever and it never goes well and I know it's not only me but it's them as well because of whatever they have, whatever issues they have going on in their life. And that, you know, at the end of the day, that has nothing to do with me. But the moral of the story is I don't feel bad for not talking to them for I don't care how long, you know, like, and I don't care because like, I know that they're not willing to change their ways and who they are because they feel like it's right And they feel like they're old, so they don't have to. So, how do you cut them off? And I wanted to ask this question last week. Or, sorry, this goes for family and friends. But how do you cut people off that are no longer serving a purpose in your life? Um, I like to go ghost on people. And I know we talked about communication last week. But, you know, my my biggest thing is going ghost on people. (laughs) 
Because it's like, do I really have to sit down and have a conversation with you about what you've been doing that's making me feel away? Like, do I have to keep repeating myself? You know, like, because I already told my grandparents how they made me feel and, okay, you hurt my feelings or whatever. And it's like, if I have to keep telling you, then it's it's a dub. Like, I'm not going to keep repeating myself, you know? So, um... And do you explain why you cut them off? I would say if you have to keep repeating yourself, then yes, you explain why you're doing it. But, you know, my grandparents, you know, they're elderly and they are my elders. So they don't feel like they have to call me. And, you know, like I feel like relationships are one I'm not one way, two way streets, no matter how old the person is, no matter how young the person is like. You know, it's a two-way street. And when I first got here, I was calling them every week, you know? Like, I felt like that was a reasonable amount of times to call people. Um, Well, call them (laughs) to just check in and be like, hey, you know, this is what's going on in my life or whatever. This is what I'm doing. I got a job or whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. So, I, I told, you know, the reason why, the one reason I really, like, boom shebang stop with my grandparents is because of the argument I got in with my cousin and my grandmother she just completely ignored the whole shit like it just did not fucking matter that my cousin threatened me and that she was literally screaming on the phone and like it just doesn't matter to her that we don't have a good relationship and it's like at the end of the day you know it's not up to her but at the same time because you are the matriarch of this family you know she will be more prone to listening to you because you're the one that's helping her. And I'm not saying, like, she got to give her ultimatums, but it's like, come on, my nigga. You know, like, we, you got to be, you got to help. You know, there's only so much I can do on my end. You know, does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to you guys. Um, So then after, you know, I had said what I said to my grandmother about the whole argument or whatever, like, I had just stopped talking to them. And then I had went back home in June and for my little brother's graduation. And this was last year, 2017. And when I got there, like, I just did not speak to them. And they just thought, like, oh, like, I'm tripping. And it's like, I'm not tripping. Because it's like, you basically told me that you didn't give a fuck about how I felt in the argument. It's like, it just did not fucking matter. And I just thought that was so crazy to me. Like, how you just sit here and disregard how I'm feeling about this argument? It's like, it just didn't matter. So it's just like, and... I was being really rude to them. And I apologized to my grandfather because he said something. But um, I don't think, I don't even know if my grandmother cared or not. But she didn't bring it up. And that doesn't mean that I shouldn't apologize. But I just feel like, you know, if we're going to move forward, we need to have a conversation. And it's like, you know, she's not willing to have that conversation. So... Yeah, it is what it is. And, you know, I talked about cutting off um, a couple of people here in Houston because I just felt like they were mistreating me. And, you know, like one person I've gotten to arguments with them multiple times. Well, not kind of multiple times, but it always it hasn't been about the same thing. But like, I just feel like 
I don't need to explain why I'm not speaking to you anymore because I know that you know what you're doing is not right. So it's not up to me. Well, I guess it is. Well, kind of, sort of, maybe so, maybe whatever. But it's not up to me to be letting you know like, okay, well, this is how you made me feel. Because it's like, if we already had, like I said, like if we already had a conversation about something that you did that made me feel away, then I don't need to keep saying like, you know, because like what the person did, like this one person did, is like really similar to what they recently just did. You know, it just makes me feel like you're not the friend that I need. So I don't feel like I need to explain why. And it's like, at the and also at the same time, you know, we obviously look at friendship different ways. And like I said before, I am not the greatest friend. I'm not always the greatest friend. I'm not always the best friend. But it's like, for me, I am working towards it. You know, like, that's the difference between me and a lot of people. People will be like, oh, well, you know, I do this and I do that. And that's that's just what it is. And it's like, no, bitch, I'm not doing that. I don't care. Like, I'm not dealing with that with you because it's like, if not saying like, you know, I'm better than that person, but it's like, I don't feel like that's something that I need because it's like you, because you haven't grasped it, you're not going to understand where the fuck I'm coming from. So there's no need for us to really have a conversation. I feel like, you know, and you know, this other person, like we, we didn't get into an argument, but it's just like, she was always doing like little shady shit and you know, I'm not with that. Like, I said this on my Instagram story one time. Like, people, they will try to use you before you use them because of how they feel about themselves. And at the end of the day, again, that don't got shit to do with you. That got everything to do with you and what you need to work on and within yourself. And, you know, I got a lot of stuff to work on myself, but I'm just not sitting around being used by people. You know, like, I'm just not okay with that, you know, like, and it's like, I'm not trying to be the one that's counting favors either, but it's like, I give because like, if I'm giving to you, it's because I fucks with you, you know, like, and I don't got a lot to give. So when I give, like, I can't have you out here using and abusing me, you know, like, And I like, I also, and I I think another reason why, like, you know, I never really said anything because like, I'm an extroverted person, you know, like I like to be around people and I like to hang out with people. Like, I wish I could live in a big, like, I want a big family. (laughs) I don't know who pushed out all these kids, but you know, I, I want a big family, you know, like let's all live in one big happy house together. And you know, we have parties and we have sleepovers and we have movie night. Like I want to do that. You know, like I like stuff like that, but at the same time, like I think I was doing it because like I wanted to be around people. So that's something I have to work on too. So yeah, you can explain if you feel like you're not repeating yourself, but if you feel like you, you're continuing to repeat yourself about 
the same thing or a similar thing, then it's just time to move on. And maybe that person will eventually understand and come back and be like, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you in a while. And then maybe at that point you can be like, okay, well, you haven't heard from me in a while because this is what I feel has been happening. But, you know, like, I don't feel like I had to keep repeating myself. And maybe at that point, they realized it and they're ready to correct their their behavior. I don't know. The world wave may never know. Okay, so moving on to, do you have the courage to tell your truth about protesting to get freedom from oppression? So, on the 4th of July, you know what annoys me? about so-called black people is that they think that protesting is just going to change automatically change the laws in the world and you know the united states of america and it's like it's not because y'all don't have a plan you do not have a plan you're just doing it you're going based off of your emotions with no real logic in place like, oh, well, I'm not I'm not getting my way or I'm not being treated fairly. So I'm going to stand in front of your house until you treat me fairly. And it's like, no, bitch, like it don't work like that. You know, like it do not work like that. And that's exactly why. Excuse me. I am not going to no damn protest. Don't invite me. Because the answer is a smooth hell no. Because we go to this protest for five hours. What are we doing? Yelling, screaming, wasting all this time and energy for these people to, one, Europeans to flip the script on us they're going to put this shit all over the news. They're going to make it seem like, you know, these are these angry so-called black people. And this is what they're doing. And they don't care. They do not care. Because they have their own agenda. They have. They are going to do what they want to do. And they're doing what they want to do because, one, they know who they are. And two, and I'm not saying like they have all the power because we have power too. We just don't know how to possess that power and find that power and use it so it could be in our advantage. Sorry, there are people that do know how to use, well, know their power and are figuring out their power so that they can use it for their advantage so that they're not sitting around here saying like, oh, well, this is what you did and this is. We already know what they did. We already know. It's no need for me to keep going up to the same place and complaining about the same shit. Like, you know, it's either we figure out a way to change it or you shut up. You shut your freaking mouth. And that's why I need to stay off social media because everybody is an activist. And you ain't acting shit because you don't even, you don't even know. You think that, (laughs) sorry, you think that 
your history, like a lot of, you know, so-called black people, they, and I'm saying so-called black people because, like, I want to say more, but I know that y'all don't understand, and that's exactly why we're having this conversation. Because so-called black people feel like their history started as slavery. Your history did not start there, and that's why you are so upset because you don't even know where you come from. People think that, okay, you know, obviously Africa exists, whatever, but they be thinking like, oh, yeah, they just came from Africa. Like, and I don't know all the details of slavery because I always knew in my spirit that that shit wasn't right, so... That's something I'll have to do some research on to let y'all know a real time frame and the events that happened. But, you know, from a general perspective, we just think like, oh, well, we just came from Africa and that's it. We came from Africa and then when we came from Africa, we got we got dropped off in Jamaica. We got dropped off in Puerto Rico. We got dropped off in St. Croix. We got dropped off in Dominican Republic. We got dropped off in Haiti. And like, yeah, that did happen. But what happened before that? What kind of power do we possess before that? Way before that. That's where y'all need to start. And I promise you, you're complaining about what's happening. And I'm sorry. I should have said that she was protesting um, the, okay, these families are being taken away Um the Mexican families or whatever. And I don't really pay attention to the news too much because the media will control you if you let it. And I don't let that shit control me because it's a bunch of freaking liars. And I took a journalism class. So I know this shit. Like the media will do things to manipulate you and control you into thinking shit that is not even true. But anyway, that's another story for another story. But yeah, like, start there. And you know, I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers because I'm still learning myself. And I'm learning, and I talk about this all the time, like, the things that I'm learning, I haven't gotten to the point where I can really explain them, but I know what y'all doing ain't right. And when I get to that point, you know, we can have a conversation. And I can let y'all know what's up. And I can let y'all know the real deal. You feel me? You show me? All right. Sorry, I didn't even say... She was sitting on um, the top of Statue of Liberty. Did I say that? Whatever. But if you are on social media, you know, and it's everybody's like, oh, she's so heroic. She's a shero. And I'm just like, how did these kids get freedom by her standing on top of the statue or sitting on the top of Statue of Liberty? Like, what did she do that was so significant that freed all these kids? Nothing, because they still locked up. That's what y'all don't understand, okay? Your intentions are good, but your execution is horrible. It's not good, <laughs> okay? Whew, sorry. I get, I'm getting a little emotional myself. So... Do you have the courage to tell your truth about expectations? And this, you know, this is a perfect segue because we think that because we're doing this, we expect for this to happen. This has to happen because we're doing this. So, ooh, I sound like somebody I don't want to sound like. 
Okay. There are, you know, I brought up expectations because it's like people say that you shouldn't expect things from people, life, whatever. And it's like, it made me think like, so should we just go with the flow and just whatever? And then it also makes me think like, okay, if we say, if we say, okay, I want a new car by 2019, October 2019, and we don't get the car, is that a bad thing? Like if we're trying to manifest these things? I'm asking you guys. I really don't know. (laughs) But, you know, I'm I'm going back and forth with is it bad to expect things from people and from life? Because and I feel like in some cases it is bad to expect things. And in some cases, it's not bad because it's like you your intentions of doing certain things are good, you know, but. You get upset because you feel like, okay, everybody should be doing this shit. But it's like, at the end of the day, everybody is not like you. So everybody's not going to move the way that you move, even though we should move on a similar path in accordance. Like, for example, you love everybody. But everybody don't love you. But it's like, why not? Why can't everybody love each other and just be happy? You know, like, is that too much to ask for? You know, is that too much to ask for? So I was reading this article and I'm going to take a few things from this article. And it was written in the New York Times back in 2012. What The name of the article is What Do You Expect? It Makes a Difference by Elena Tugend. So, so basically the article obviously is talking about um expectations and what we expect from others and what we expect from ourselves. And I just want to take away some of the things that stuck out to me. All right, bear with me. Kiki I hate that song now. Like, Drake is very evil. He's like a poisonous snake. And I can't get away from him. Okay, some important things to take away about expectations are understanding what is in your control and and what is not is crucial in managing expectations. You can have unreasonable expectations at two extremes. Um, sorry, I should have read the whole paragraph. Understand what is in your control and what is not. What is not is crucial in managing expectations. As a job hunter, say you may know it is tough to find a position in these economic times and you cannot do anything about that. You have unreasonable expectations at two extremes, an expectation of being hired quickly or an assumption that you will never work again. Or you can do what you can control. Research the job market thoroughly. Make contacts and apply for positions that you qualify for. Then expect something in the middle. You will find a job at some point. So that's a healthy medium with expecting expectations. Sorry. Because, and that's a, that was a good, I picked a really good um, paragraph to read because... You know, we be like, oh, well, when it comes to 
for example, emotions and friends, you know, we'd be like, oh, well, I did this, so you should do this. And it's like, you can't tell people what to do at the end of the day. And I brought up, I, you know, I, you know, the universe be universing because, you know, we were talking about manifesting and affirmations and all that or whatever. And it's like, you know, if you put real realistic, excuse me, expectations in the world about and you don't do it in a negative way, then, you know, it'll come back to you. But in a good way, it's like, you know, you're going to get a job. Like, yes, if you if you're positive about it, you're going to get a job, you know, like he said, for example. But if you're just like, oh, well, I'm never going to get a job because of the way that the market is going, then you're just never going to get a job, you know, because of what you're expecting because of how you how you feel. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, I know there's nobody here, but I hope that makes sense to you guys because it made sense to me. A lot of shit be making sense to me. That's why I be um, asking people, like, does that make sense to you? <laughs> because I be wanting people to know. Like, I just be wanting to be on the same page with people. But anyway, yeah. That's all I got to say about expectations. Um, make sure that they're realistic at the end of the day, you know? like, And make sure that your expectations are not selfish or coming out of selfishness either because uh because you want to get your own way okay all right so (laughs) thank you guys for listening and we're gonna you know we're gonna continue to cut people off that don't serve purposes in your life it's okay if it's family. It's okay if it's your mom. Doesn't mean that it has to be, you know, permanent. But like me, for example, like I just want to get to the point where, you know, I'm not saying like I don't ever want to speak to my grandparents again, but I just want to get to the point where I'm strong enough to bypass all that shit, you know, like the yelling and the dismissing of feelings and stuff like that. Like I just want to get to that point be strong enough before you know I get back there and then with the friends thing you know it's okay because maybe they'll come back to your life when when you guys are both right within you know and maybe you won't have these problems in the future but for now for you to grow as an individual it's okay for you to let these people go Wow, I'm speaking to myself. I need to take my own advice. I'm retarded. But anyway, sorry, I'm not retarded. That was not a nice thing to say about myself. I am not retarded. I'm very smart. But um, sometimes I don't always make um, the best decisions because of my emotions. And sometimes I'm selfish, you know? And, okay, with protesting... Stop protesting with people that don't have a plan and start doing some damn research on your history before you start going out and yelling and screaming about shit that do not matter. Okay. well, I'm not saying that the kids not being with their families that don't matter. But, you know, a lot of the protesting be coming from, you know, this whole race shit, whatever. Um, 
and stop expecting things with a selfish spirit. And I'm speaking to myself too. Like, stop expecting people to do things just because you did something. It's like, it doesn't matter. But expect, when it comes to tangible things, have expectations for yourself. Like, know that you're going to get a job. Know that you're going to pay the, you're going to pay these bills. And, you know, being realistic about it is not, is saying like, okay, I'm going to do this. This is going to happen. But don't be like beating yourself up like, oh, well, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Whatever. It doesn't, it didn't happen tomorrow. And it's like, it's not always going to happen right away, but you have to be patient. I have to be patient too. So again, I'm, you know, need to take my own advice. (laughs) But yeah um thank you guys for listening again make sure you're subscribing and all that other stuff and um what was i gonna say oh yeah females in houston creatives make sure you come out to the event make sure that you guys are liking sub and rating and reviewing my shit yo like come on um and yeah I hope you guys have a great week, an awesome week, an awesome day, and I hope that you continue manifesting things that you want, and always remember that the things that you need, they gonna be taken care of at the end of the day, period.